move over Mario, because there is another epic Nintendo 3D platformer on the scene. You may recognize the small, non-threatening pink ball, he has only been an integral part of Nintendo's roster since the release of Kirby's Dream Land in 1992. But this time the 2D adventures that we're used to seeing have been transformed into an entirely reimagined 3D world in the most recent release, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Imagine that Kirby has sucked up Mario Odyssey and absorbed its powers, and you've got yourself Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Of course, it's not a complete Odyssey ripoff, still retaining its own characteristics to create a totally new adventure rather than just an Odyssey clone with a Kirby skin slapped onto it. Forgotten Land, while being inspired by the masterpiece that is Mario Odyssey, keeps a firm grasp of its roots. The game is still composed of a series of shorter levels rather than being open world, but now they take place in the most colorful post-apocalyptic 3D world ever depicted. Trust Kirby to turn the end of the world as we know it into a cutesy sunshine and rainbows land. The adorably depicted 3D world isn't the only new aspect of the Forgotten Land however. While Kirby is used to transforming through the absorption of whatever powers he pleases, this time around he is faced with some objects that are just too big to suck, resulting in a series of slightly grotesque, albeit handy half-transformations named Mouthful Mode. When Kirby bites off a little more than he can chew with the likes of cars, vending machines, or strangely large road cones, in a terribly uncomfortable-looking fashion he is able to adopt some of the items uses. This allows him to drive around courses or shoot drinks out of vending machines that can either restore health, or act as projectiles. These power-ups are often required to complete the levels, or find secret locations within them. The regular abilities you are able to take advantage of are also required to locate these hidden areas, often containing poor waddledees in need of saving. Every ability is unique and different providing you with some sort of skill used to perform epic attacks or access locations you wouldn't otherwise be able to reach. Such as skating smoothly over lava rocks with the ice ability, or cutting vines with your sword allowing you to drop platforms. These abilities are also fully upgradable, ensuring that combat and traversal throughout the dystopian world is constantly evolving. As you progress through the story and save more damsel waddledees, the now-displaced critters make the move into Waddle Dee Town, creating a vibrant metropolis within the post-apocalyptic world we find ourselves in. As more Waddle Dees make the move, more shops and activities open up to you. Some of these come in the form of mini-games such as fishing, or stores like the shop where you will be able to upgrade your abilities. These upgrades do require blueprints however, which you will find hidden along your travels as well as payment in the form of the rare stones that Waddledees use as currency. These rare stones are earned by completing the various treasure road challenges that you will find scattered around the map in between each level. These missions often involve the mastery of certain skills and abilities, and they do prove quite a challenge. Even more so if you aim to complete them within the time limit. You are rewarded with a menial sum of currency for smashing out these times but it's really not much compared to the effort involved. Especially for the trickier ones, and trust us, some of these challenges definitely aren't easy. A few of these missions are harder than some Elden Ring bosses.
We are definitely not complaining though, the treasure roads are an extremely welcome addition to an otherwise easy game. Kirby games have never been known for their difficulty, so it is refreshing to find at least some sort of test in the latest adventure. There is a lot to celebrate in the Forgotten Land, but sadly the co-op isn't necessarily one of them. The switch to 3D didn't lend itself as smoothly to co-op play as we are used to in Kirby's 2D adventures. The camera very much follows the pink protagonist, and with a very short leash at that. Leading to the second player's frequent and untimely demise. Expect the camera to leave your field of vision, causing you to fall off ledges and constantly find yourself being teleported back to Kirby's side, not always in a safe position either. The second player is also restricted to Bandana Waddle Dee, and is unable to partake in any of the awesome abilities that Kirby is treated to. Although the co-op mode isn't perfect, the adventure is still thoroughly enjoyable as Bandana Waddle Dee, and sitting atop Kirby as he flies though the air hiffing an endless stream of spears at all obstacles in our path was always a good time. Kirby and the Forgotten Land has really succeeded by taking a leaf out of Mario Odyssey's book, while still remaining true to itself. It really is the greatest Kirby game we have played in a long time, but is this new 3D formula here to stay? Or will Nintendo revert back to the classic 2D Kirby adventure? We are both curious and excited to see where the franchise will go next.